This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode... 64? So close. 63. Yeah, there you go. 63. Big old 6-3. Yeah. The big old 6-3. Is 63 a special number? Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Then why is it the big old? I don't know. Because you want to make it sound more interesting than it is? I do, you do. Anybody. In general. Okay. So, what'd you do at any point in time? (sighs) Wink. Okay, see, here's the thing. You ready for the thing? Mm-hmm. You're the one that needs to lead off. Tell me the thing. I'm That's telling thing. you, you're the one that needs to lead off. All right. Well, we'll start with, um, well, we got a bunch of stuff at um, Aldi. Aldi to try. We went there to get their... Um, Pizza. Pizza. They're not frozen pizzas. They're back in like the refrigerated section with the cheese. And they used to be under $5. With the cheese. And all the other refrigerated meats. And well, I'm just saying everything. like that's where it is. It's not in like the frozen section. Or no, like the section with the eggs. they're just refrigerated. They're not frozen. Well, there's a section that's refrigerated that has eggs. It's not there. Um, so... It, they used to be like under five bucks and now they're like right under seven. You know, prices went up, whatever. The pizza's really good. It's got the rising crust and we've cooked it in the oven and we cooked it on the grill. Like, it just. We've it, been cooking on the grill a lot because it's been pretty warm and don't want to use the oven. So it's just when you cook it on the grill, you have to be more attentive and kind of tweak the temperature because you don't want. What I usually do is, because the grill that we use, it's gas, and it has, like, four different uh, sections and four different knobs. So I usually just turn on the two knobs all the way to the left, but keep the pizza all the way to the right. So that way it's getting the heat, so it's kind of like cooking it in an oven. Okay. Because I don't put it directly over the heat, because then it burns the crust. Oh, look at you. Because it gets too hot, and I try to, like, fiddle with the knobs so i don't have it too high but if you don't have it directly under there but you have to put it over there every once in a while that's why i say you have to be more attentive because you want the crust to get a little crispy and and firm up but you don't want it to burn so it's more like you have to watch it more than you would in the oven yeah um we we get the pizza from there just because it is it's good pizza it's cheap and like None of the pizza places around us are really that great, and they're all super expensive. Well, they're all, they're good. They're just really expensive. Like, for what we pay at Aldi, like, seven bucks for, you'd be paying close to, like, eighteen, nineteen dollars for, like, a pizzeria. Yeah. So, it's worth it, and, um, it's easy, because we just go, grab it, throw it either in the oven or on the grill, but, um... Aldi always has really good fall items, like food-wise and whatnot, and then they have, like, the Isle of Shame, and that normally has fall stuff, but none of that was out yet. Um, 
So we got. Well, we got a few things. We're not going to talk about them all because we haven't tried them. We're just. We'll... We're just going to talk about the things that we've tried. Okay. So. Which is only two things. Yeah. So we got we got like six things. Uh, let's see. Mm, I see like four things in here. Um, besides the things that I got just mainly for maybe because I don't think you're going to eat them. You might try them. They're chips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like the fall, you know-esque stuff, there's only four different things in here. So, Aldi has these coconut clusters, and it's like pepitas and... Pumpkin seeds for you that aren't uppity. It's not uppity. They're different. Pumpkin seeds are in the shell. Pepitas are what's inside the shell. Pumpkin seeds. They're shelled pumpkin seeds. And um, coconut, like shaved coconut, like not like the little, like what's inside an Almond Joy, like pieces of coconut. And then... Shredded coconut. No, it's shaved, not shredded. Shredded is like what's inside an Almond Joy. Or like what you make um, an Irish potato out of. Mm. So shaved is where it's like, it's thicker and like wider. And it's got like a coating on it, like sweet, like brown sugar, honey, like that well, type. Depending on the flavor. And it's baked. And they're in like little clusters. They're called coconut or clusters. Or a giant fucking cluster. Mm. Oh, so like good. Like the fucking size of a soap bar. Um, Can you hand me the two bags so I can read the ingredients on them? Um, so what caught my eye is they had, uh, two fall flavors. That was probably really loud and I'm sorry. Um, they had two fall flavors. There's the apple cinnamon and a pumpkin spice we got. Yeah. And these are, um, the Simply Nature line that Aldi has. It's organic, non-GMO, um, all of that crap. All those stupid things just means they can charge more yeah, for Yeah, so it. how much are, like, how much is in the bag? Like, what's... Um, so it's 10 ounces. I think I took off the prices, though, so I don't remember how much they were per bag. I think they were, like, two ninety nine. They weren't expensive. Yeah, they were pretty good. The only problem is, well, I guess we'll say that afterwards, but they were both really good. Yeah. And, like, you could eat them, like, a whole bag oh my God, you pretty could, quickly. Yeah, you could easily, like, we ate half a bag of the apple. It seems like you had some more of this. I had a little bit. So the rest of this is coming mm-hmm. to work with me tomorrow. I guess. Um, Maybe. The apple cinnamon is fucking delicious it's definitely the standout between the two we got apple cinnamon and pumpkin spice and the apple cinnamon is um mildly sweetened coconut bites with real apples nuts and a pinch of sea salt they are they're organic and contain no preservatives artificial flavors or colors you're going to love them and the apple ones contain apples pecans and almonds along with Coconut, pumpkin seeds, apple puree, cane sugar, brown rice syrup, almonds, pecans, flax seeds, cinnamon powder, sea salt, natural flavor, and xanthan gum. Um, they're they're really good. Like ten out of ten, do recommend. And if you are interested in finding these at your local Aldi, I'd go now because at yeah. Aldi the fall stuff sells out so quickly. But are these like something they sell normally? Yeah, but not this flavor. Well, so I mean, it's just like the regular good. coconut clusters. I mean, they're good. And I was kind of apprehensive at first because I didn't know how like hard crunchy they'd be 
because I don't like very hard, super crunchy things. And uh, they weren't too bad. They're not bad. Um, yeah, think more along the lines of, like, crispy, not crunchy. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but the problem is they're clusters, but there's a good amount of clusters in there, but then sometimes it's, like, very broken up, and it's just, like, you know, it's kind of like cereal, where, like, at the bottom it's kind of like pieces and or any kind of bag of chips or pretzels. Like, there's, like, the whole pieces, and then there's, like, oh, this is kind of, like, crumbs-ish. So, the, um, the pumpkin spice one is just pumpkin seeds, pecan, and almonds, and coconut, cane sugar, brown rice syrup, almonds, pecans, pumpkin spice, flax seeds, sea salt, natural flavors, anthem gum. Um... I, I do love pumpkin spice. Like, I am as basic as they come, like, this time of year. I am in, like, all of my glory. If they put something out that has pumpkin spice or uh, caramel apple, I'm about it. I want to try it. Um, some stuff has a tendency to fall flat and taste more like a, um, a pumpkin spice candle smells. That, like, really overly artificial and gross smell and flavor um this is really good it tastes like very similar to how like a pumpkin bread would taste so this was a big win um again i did like the apple cinnamon more and then that's another thing like i love apple flavored stuff but i fucking like i hate how when stuff is overpowered with cinnamon and these were not because i feel like oh it's apple let me dump an entire thing of cinnamon into it. Like, I cinnamon is probably, like, my least favorite spice. I'm not a cinnamon person. But we did get two other things. I guess we'll taste uh, them when these are gone. Yeah, we'll get into them probably by the next episode. Um, or at least try, you know, them. Because uh, we haven't tried them yet. Um, I also, well, I tried these a while ago, but... I never said anything about them. They were the other two salami whips that I got on our trip to World Market. There was the Hatch Chili Pepper and the Old Forest. And these, again, they're from Pillars, Black Castle. Uh, they're from Ontario, Canada. They're good. The Hatch Chili Pepper are not... There's a little bit of a spice there, but not as much as the Picante ones, which I really liked. Um, and the Old Forest ones are just... I don't know what they are supposed to be. They're just regular, I suppose. No, like, specific flavor. But it's like a salami, like a, a cured salami. They're good. I mean, they have lasted me a while because I'm not trying to house them. But, like, I think each package came with, like, maybe five whips. But they were, like, six-something a package, I think, or five-something. So they're not really, like, super cost-effective. But, like, every once in a while, you know, treat yourself to some salami whips. Hmm. Um, I mean, I've had these for a while. I think I've only gotten through all the way through the honey bourbon ones or the maple. There was something. Oh, I want to taste the honey bourbon. I, I gave you some. Mm, you ta I guarantee you talked about it when I talked about the one there because you tried some. Maybe. Um, and then, let's see. Well, what did we do on Friday? 
Uh, I can't remember what we did on Friday. We didn't really do anything, much of anything. But I know we did something, but we kind of like went to bed a little early-ish. What did we have for dinner? I can't remember. I mean, if I don't don't take a picture of it, I don't remember it. Um, Um, Because there's just so much shit. And I don't have anything. Timeline. Um, yeah, I have nothing from like that, so I don't know. I just know that like, um, you said that you were gonna pack and you didn't, and because we were going somewhere Saturday morning. I went nowhere. I drove from here to work, back here. Yeah, like so I, I don't know what we did. What did we have for dinner? I don't know. I really couldn't tell you if it wasn't anything. I mean, was that... Did we get an Aldi pizza? Was that that day or was that Thursday? I don't remember when we got the, the Aldi. I think that was Thursday. Because um, August 25th, that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that was when I took a picture of the apple cinnamon coconut clusters... Yeah. So that's when we had the pizza and went to Aldi. Um, Friday. Did we just have leftovers? Leftovers of what? No. The pizza? I don't think so. Yes, this is very riveting. Anyway, we can't remember <laughs> what the fuck we did on Friday. But, so Jeff had said that we needed to like come home, eat something, and then go to sleep because we had to get up really early the next day. And I was not happy about that because I get up every day early for work. But, I mean, it worked out fine. Yeah. Got up. Got ready. We got up around 5.30. Um, I drank a Rogue Spirit Sparkling Craft Cocktail Apple Pie Whiskey Fizz. Hmm. Did you drink it? I can see it from here. Yeah, it's empty. Is it? Yes, it's empty. Um... So we got up Saturday morning, and I'd already gotten like gas and stuff, and I still had to stop by the bank though, because uh, I thought there was one closer to Gettysburg, but I was just misremembering something. So we went to Gettysburg for the Creature, Creature Feature, Feature weekend. weekend, and initially, Little Peach was just gonna sit in the lobby while I did stuff mm-hmm. because. Jeff was only going for two autographs. Well, not at first. I whittled it down and kind of moved things around based well, on... Well, too definite. Yeah, well, yeah, they were the definites. But then there um, were some other ones that I was like, oh, maybe I will, maybe I won't, based on, like, how long their lines are or how much they're charging, so... Um, and I had... I, I When we went in 2019, I didn't buy a wristband to get in either i just hung out in the lobby because a bunch of our friends were there so like as they all cycled through everyone just kept coming out and hanging out and like keeping me company basically but um jeff was extremely proud of me because like we had he wanted to be like out the door in the car driving away at 5 30 so that meant like I had to get up early to get ready, like early, early. Well, I don't know. I had said the night before, I was like, you know, since you're, you know, really being a good sport, because this is mainly for me, and you're, I don't want you to, I don't really want you to just have to sit out in the lobby by yourself. So I bought her a ticket so she was able to come in to the convention. Mm-hmm. 
which worked out very well and I liked the way that it turned out because mm-hmm. she was allowed she was able to like be with me places and and see her you know the people that we other people that we knew there was able to hang out I mean the only place you probably wouldn't have been able to go was in the celebrity room yeah. or the the main vendors room because there's only people checking wristbands at that corner yeah and I feel like had I just like walked around the side and gone in like that back door because there was no one there or if you just walked past them very quickly like I don't think they were checking everybody they were just kind of like spot checking yeah because it's not like Monster Mania where again they have to like they scan the wristbands mm-hmm. like these they're doing it still like eyeballing but you know you, you just want to be a decent person and you don't want to like rip off a business so. yeah especially this convention they, they're they're good they're you know a pretty new convention um, I believe we, we went to the first one they did back in 2019, right before the shit hit the fan and they had one, another one planned, but then COVID happened and this was, you know, their first convention back after the pandemic. So, um, had a fun time at the first one. So, and they had good guests this time and there was a couple people that we knew that were going to be there. So we got there early. We were driving along the way. Um, stopped and got some breakfast, stopped at Sheets, um, Peach got wrong burrito, breakfast burrito, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, if it says on, if it says on, like, you're putting it in there and it comes up and it says bacon, like, why the fuck would you make sausage? Like, yeah, and I don't know, I'm not a sausage fan, like, the, the extent of the sausage that I like are, like, brown and serves. And, like, people that are sausage lovers are probably, like, fucking brown and serves. Like, that's not real sausage. And I'm well aware of that. And that's why I like it. Um, and, like, the only brown and serves I really do like are, like, the maple ones. And they have to be, like, very well, like, cooked. Yeah, so I got some mozzarella sticks for breakfast. So anytime I'm at a sheets, I have to get mozzarella sticks because they're my favorite mozzarella sticks. And I got a, sh- uh, a breakfast schmegel sandwich, uh, bagel, they call it a schmegel, and a schmiskit, and it's very sheets, you know, everything's a SH. So, uh, I got a sausage and, um, egg and cheese on a bagel breakfast sandwich. Um, so we got some food in us, uh, peach napped a little bit before that, mm-hmm. and, uh, then we driving in got there i because re- everything was opening at 10 and i wanted to get there like by 9 30 we got there like earlier because I, I was speeding the whole time because we were driving early in the morning and there was no traffic there was no fuckery as we say and um got there like 10 after quarter after nine mm-hmm. so went inside there started to be a little bit of a line forming and they said hey we're going to take people who had pre-bought tickets and give you your wristbands and then you can go do whatever so i had pre-bought the tickets so we were able to get our wristbands um fairly quickly like around 9 30 ish and then we just kind of like Bleh. we hung out in like the like this not the lobby, but, like, a line had started to form. A loose line. It was, like, very loosely. And, again, nothing against the convention. Maybe they could maybe shore this up next time. But they didn't really have anybody at the start of where the vendors started, like, checking people. Because some people were just starting to walk down that way. 
Like, and some people were starting to like start a line, kind of loosely start a line. And then some people were just were like, oh, well, we got our wristbands. We're just going to start walking down here. And like I said, it was like pretty much a long hallway down to the end. And there was vendors on uh, one side of the, of the hallway until you got to the end. And then it turned and then there was vendors on both sides. And there was nobody checking wristbands until you got to that end turn. That took you towards where vendors were on both sides of the hallway. And then if you made your first left, that was a vendor's room. And then if you made your, like, second left, that still brought you into the vendor's room. Because that was, like, two two doors in. And then there was a, a celebrity room after that. And, uh... So we eventually got in, and I wanted to hit up the, the celebrity room first to get my autographs. Because... That's why I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, and I didn't know like whose table to go to first. I didn't know who was going to have the longer line. And even like I've said before, when you go to these conventions and it starts at 10, that doesn't mean the, the, peop, the celebrities are at their tables right away signing. Some of them are, some of them aren't. It depends on the night they had before or just you know the, how their day is going thus far. So I decided to get into Kimberly Beck's line first, and she pay, she played Trish in Friday the 13th Part 4. She's uh, Trish Jarvis. She played Tommy Jarvis's sister. And I got in her line first, and she was unfortunately like the last person to come down. So I made a, a wrong choice there, because I could have probably got everybody else quicker. But it, as it was, I got everybody in, in pretty good time. Um... She came down, um, the person that was handling her table was like, hey, when she gets here, just kind of like, you know, give her a couple minutes to settle in. She hasn't done like a convention in six years, and she just kind of was, yesterday was a little overwhelming, and I was like, yeah, I understand that. So she eventually got there, and she was very nice, and got to meet her, and um, got her autograph and a picture with her and then right next to her table was Lawrence Minosin who was also in part four he played Teddy and he was wearing a mask but fortunately he did take it off when it so came time she. oh yeah she was wearing a mask too but when she got to her table she wasn't really wearing it she wore it till she got to her table he was wearing the mask at the table but luckily he took it off like when you were taking pictures with him and I was you know very thankful for that I mean I, I know everybody's got their own comforter ability levels and everything like that but I just don't I didn't really like going to conventions when they were kind of like doing them here and there during the pandemic because people were still kind of wearing the mask like in the pictures and I'm like I don't want to take a picture with somebody wearing a mask yeah you're paying way too much money yeah to have a picture with someone with a mask and like and it's like oh look I met this person it's like well is that really them they're wearing a fucking mask can't really tell that's like your picture with John Cusack it's like you know it's him Mm-hmm. because like you were the the one there but like someone else looking at that picture would be like is that really him dude yeah but like i said fortunately he did take uh his mask off when he was doing the pictures with you he was very nice um i got him to sign an autograph got a picture with him um and this is back like to where our you know convention episodes early early on it's like you know when you go up to meet somebody you know you always gotta check and see what the price is and you have your money ready when you get up there so it's very expedites the process you hand over the money you know how much you know you're giving them 
and you know what you want. So, um, it was good. And then after I got out of his line, I went right next, a uh, couple tables down to Tyler Levine to meet him. And he had a little bit of a longer line by the time I got to him, but it wasn't too long. I only probably waited like 10 minutes. There you go. Let me tell it. And, uh, so I wanted to meet him cause I liked him from the, the TV show Reaper. He was, uh, the best friend sock. They called him because it was his last name was something. It was like a, a weird name that had sock in it. So they just called him sock for sure. It was like, it was socky or something. Um, and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. He was Dale, and he's been in a bunch <laughs> of other stuff. And um, he was in Super Troopers too, but he didn't have anything from Super Troopers too, like no eight by tens or no little mini posters. It wasn't listed on his credits because he had like a, a a banner hanging up, and that wasn't one of the movies listed. So I'm not really sure why. There were a couple of things that he had been in that didn't that weren't um, yeah. on his thing. I think it was just like... But like Super Troopers 2, I mean, a lot of people like that movie, those movies, so I don't know why you wouldn't, you know. So I met him, and we were talking, and he asked me if I wanted my name on it, and I said, yes, you know, Jeff, and he said, how you spell it? Like the J-G-E-O-F-F, and I'm like, no, I don't spell it that way, because he has a friend named Jeff that spells <laughs> it that way. And Jeff said, the wrong way. Yeah, I was like, I spell it the right way, I don't spell it the wrong way, um... So uh, he thought that was funny, and I was like, you know, because they were growing up, everybody always like, oh, when they heard your name was Jeffrey, they always equated it to the Toys R Us giraffe. That was spelled G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Um, but people just hear it. They don't see the spelling of it. They just go, oh, Jeffrey, like the giraffe? No, not at all, because I'm not a giraffe, and I don't spell it that way either. And um, so we were just about to kind of leave, but then Peach says... Um... The part of Super Troopers that is Super Troopers Two, that is like my absolute favorite is when the three Canadian Mounties are in their house, or one of their houses, and they're like getting ready to watch a hockey game or whatever, and the one Mountie is giving the other Mountie a hard time about who Danny DeVito is, mm-hmm. and he was like, um. Uh, like, oh, I, I like Danny DeVito. He's, um... Like, I like him and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but, uh, he was also in Taxi, but they're like, oh, they like this guy so much, and he's like, oh, no, that's the same guy, and he's like, you know... Oh, and, they, and they're just, the one guy is, like, losing his mind, and the guy with the glasses who's losing his mind, like, walks off, um, like, out of frame, like, into another room, and Tyler Labine yeah. goes to the guy that was given the guy with the glasses a hard time. He goes, you know, they are the same guy, right? And he's like, oh, I know. I'm just fucking with him. <laughs> yeah. So then he starts doing it. Yeah. And I, we've seen that movie so many times. Because he was like, to, oh, that's Dan DeVito. He was married to Rhea Perlman. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I really liked him in Hellboy. Oh. And he's like, that's Ron Perlman, not Rhea Perlman. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so funny. Um, and like, we've seen this movie so many times and I cry laughing and like, that's not an exaggeration. Like every time I, like, yeah, she laughs until she laughing. cries and I told him, I was like, it's so, it's so funny. It's my favorite. You were great in that movie. And he thanked me and, um, he actually told us that that wasn't originally in the movie 
and he, like, they were just joking around, and, um, the writer was like, I, we need to do something, we need to get this in the movie somehow, and the production people, the producers, when they originally saw it, they're like, no, this is crap, but then they did, they showed test audiences, and test audiences were like, oh my god, this is gold. So, like, one of those times where it's like the producers, the executives don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, because it's a hilarious that's part fucking, in the movie. If you've never seen Super Troopers or Super Troopers 2, go watch them. They're stupid stoner movies, but they are so funny. And, like, Jeff is not and never has been a stoner. No. But he even loves these movies. Because they're just funny. They're just, like, stupid, oh funny movies that just are a good time. And, um, so, yeah, that happened. And then after that, I'm like, well, you, I wasn't going to get, because they had Jason Marsden there and Omri Katz and Vanessa Shaw from Hocus Pocus. And I had already met Omri Katz at a Monster Mania in Oaks last year. So I didn't need to get him, but... As cool as they seemed, and I'm sure they were really nice, look really nice, Jason Marsden and Vanessa Shaw were just charging a little too much for me to uh, get them this time. I don't know if they'll ever be at a place again, and maybe they'll be charging less. It just seemed like they were a united front, and since they were all together, they were all kind of charging the same price, because even Omri kind of brought his price up a little bit um, from when I met him. And I don't know exactly what that move was because maybe he was with them and he was like, well, if they're charging that much, you know, I, I should get that much too, which is, you know, rightfully so. I mean, he could have kept it lower and been like, hey, I don't know. Things are what they are, but they all seem super nice. Peach went up to Jason Marsden and tell him that she liked his pants. Oh, yeah. He had these awesome, like, very, like, late 90s embroidered flared jeans and, like, they caught my eye from across the room because, like, I remember having pants like that in the late 90s. And there were, the legs had embroidered sunflowers on them. And I was like, oh, my God, I like his pants so much. And Jeff was like, go tell him. I was like, all right. So I like, and I'm like, normally I get so tongue-tied. No, Peach really hadn't even been drinking yet. Yeah, and I get so tongue-tied around celebrities normally. Like, I, I just get very quiet and don't say anything. Like, when I met Nick Castle, I don't think I spoke one word. No, I don't I think I just kind of, like, goofily was like, <laughs> when I <laughs> sat down. Um, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get, you just get very uncomfortable, and I don't know what to say, and I don't want to sound stupid. And um, I just walked over, and I was like, I really like your pants. And he, like, looked at me for a minute. He's like, thank you. And I was like, where'd you get them? And he was like, you ever heard of the store Plato's Closet? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, some, uh, what did he say? Some, some lady, some young lady didn't want them. So I lucked into finding them. Like he used the word luck. I want to say he said some lucky lady, but I don't know. Um, but he said that he, he lives in Nashville. He told me that. And I guess the Plato's closet down there is really good. So he was like, yeah, they have all kinds of stuff down there. And we just had a nice little back and forth and it was nice. And then yeah. I walked away. I mean, like I said, uh, maybe if it was some other time and I wasn't getting as the, you know, people that I was getting and it was just for them. 
I mean, I still would like to meet them, and they both seemed very nice when I walked by their tables multiple times, and I saw them with other fans and stuff, and just the interaction that Peach had with uh, Jason Marsden, like, you know, totally nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, just for me and my, you know, agenda, they just were a little bit too much money for me this time. So, um, without having to spend money on them, I was like, you know what, I was going to get another autograph. Because I was kind of going back and forth with it in my head if I was going to get it or not. So I decided, well, why not get it? Because, hey, I'm going to get it. So they had um, John Michael Graham there from the original Halloween. He played Bob. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'll get him. So I got him and... I got a really cool 8x10, and he signed it in orange, and I was wearing a Mystery Science Theater 3000 shirt, and he said he liked my shirt, so obviously, you know, I, I would assume he's a fan, which just makes him even cooler in my book, and uh, took a, a picture with him, and it was really nice, and, and I think it came out really well, he had a, a big smile on his face, I think he had a really good time meeting the fans, I can't even remember the last time I saw him listed at a convention, so, I mean, I don't think he does very many, um... So he was having a good time meeting everybody. And then while we were doing that, Peach was like, PJ Souls was right next to him. And Peach was like, can you lend me money? I think I, I think I want to meet PJ Souls. And Peach doesn't pay to meet people. She doesn't get the whole convention thing of paying to get in somewhere and then paying money to meet people. So that's just not her thing. So like she she's come along like since we've been together to hang out and stuff and you know with our friends, but she now doesn't like pay and, and meet people like that. Like I said, the only other person she met was Nick Castle, and I paid for that for our anniversary. Well, I was thinking about that. There was one other person I paid to meet. I paid to meet Kimberly J. Brown. Oh yeah, but yeah. I didn't. But now you had bought a book. I bought yeah, I bought her children's book. So it wasn't really the same thing. You were buying yeah. a book that you're bringing back to your classroom. Yeah. So that's a little different. Yeah. Um. So she was like, I think I just I really want to meet PJ Souls, and mm-hmm. then she was going back and forth with it because she's like, I'm not wearing any makeup and I don't look good and la di la di da di da. Yeah, and I was like, is she gonna be at Hunt Valley? Because if she's gonna be at Hunt Valley. Then I'll just wait. And the thing that sold me is that Nancy Keys is going to be at Hunt Valley. And I was like, if I can get PJ Souls to sign one of the 8x10s that has all three of the girls on it, it would be cool to have PJ Souls and Nancy Keys on the same thing. I would love to have Jamie Lee Curtis's autograph, but I don't think that's ever going to happen, no. unfortunately. So she did get a picture that has an eight by 10 with all of them on it. And she did, you know, pay to meet PJ. And this is where the one time it works in my favor. Cause a lot of times peach is with me when I'm meeting people and I'm paying. And when I take the picture, they'll go to her and they'll be like, Hey, don't you want to get a picture too? And most of the time I say no. Cause I explain, I'm like, no, this is his thing. Cause what'll happen is I'll, I used to be the one to take the pictures mm-hmm. for Jeff back before he got good at like doing the selfie thing. Yeah. And, um, I just appreciate the selfie more and not that peach takes bad pictures because I would rely on her to take my pictures. I just kind of liked more the way the selfies would come out. It just seemed more interesting intimate than just having a big wide shot of you standing there 
like in a room and looking like it it's looking like it gets posed and and yes that's for all intents and purposes that's what it is but when you do the selfie thing it just looks more intimate like hey maybe you just ran into each other it seems more personal than just like hey we're gonna stand here and you're gonna take a wide shot of us standing here like maybe you know whatever so I just like the way that the selfies have been coming out, and I don't like the way that a lot of the pictures have been taken for me by people volunteering at conventions if Peach wasn't there. And those have just come, a few of them have come out bad. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to stick with the selfie thing, and then I, oh yeah, I know they're coming out good, and I like the way they come out. Yeah, so back when I used to take the pictures for Jeff, um, a lot of times the handler would be like, oh, I'll take the picture and you can get in with him. And I'd have to explain, it's like, no, this is his thing, like, he's paying for the autograph, like, I'm strictly, like, his helper, basically, like, not to be, like, down on myself, but, like, I was willing to do it, because I'm not the one paying for it, and I know how he feels about, he had an ex-girlfriend that ruined a couple pictures for him, because he got pictures taken with celebrities and she like jumped in the picture. Yeah, and my one autograph from Betsy Palmer, like it's written to both of us. And there's a little like story that goes along with that because she thought for some reason her name was Jane. So she was like to Jeff and Jane, but that wasn't her name. So then she had to like cross out that name and write the real name. And I don't, I don't fault her for that. But then it's like, there's a story behind it, but like I would rather just my name have been on it and yeah. left it at that. So like, And Jeff told me this, like, when we were first together. So, like, it's always been in, like, the back of my mind. So I would always tell people, like, no, no, this is his thing. And, like, some people would be, like, insistent after Jeff took his picture. They'd be like, okay, you come get a picture with me. Like, William Cat did that. George Wilbur. Yeah. And did Larry Zerner? No, I don't think so. No, we just had the best interaction ever. So... This time, after I took the pictures for Peach of PJ Soul, she was like, she was like, well, don't you want to come get a picture too? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> like, you know, I I did meet PJ years ago at a horrifying weekend convention. Um, I'm pretty sure it might have been in that same room, actually. Um, it was set up a little bit differently, but I'm pretty sure it was at one of the um, last few they did and get uh, when they moved to Gettysburg. And that would be really, that's really cool now that I think about it. It's like, you know, I met her, like, I don't know how many years ago it was, but it's like, I met you in the same room, like, you know, (laughs) years apart. Um, But yeah, I got a picture with her and it was really cool. Peach took the pictures and Mm -hmm. um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed, you know, finally working in my favor and then just to be able to get another picture with PJ Souls because who doesn't want to do that? I mean, you're going to, what are you going to do? Say no? I mean, that's stupid. Yeah. And it stinks, too, because, like, as much as I love my name, Uh I hate it. And I think I've said this before about how when I introduced myself and, like, when Jeff and I first met, I introduced myself as Tina. Because after Hurricane Katrina, you say your name's Katrina. And that's, like, the first thing people say. And it was just, it got so old and so annoying. Um and PJ Souls said that and like I internally like she's like oh like I hate it but you know you can't hold that against yeah she gets a pass she didn't know so now now Peach is kind of obligated into meeting Nancy Keys at um Mm -hmm. 
Hunt Valley Monster Mania to get another signature on that 8x10. Because mm-hmm. that's why you picked that one. And you said yep. you were going to do it. I'm going to. Hopefully she's the same price. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't remember what she was when I, I met her some years back at Monster Mania. Yeah, and I had I took the picture for you then. And I yeah. had the opportunity to get a picture with her. And I said no. Yeah, I think she might have asked. But, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, no, that's okay. Thank you. But so... Yeah, I did that. So then knocked out everybody that we wanted to get. Uh, had the binder there to put all the 8x10s in and then walked them out to the car to put them in the car so they'd be safe out in the car. Um, found our friend Chris who was there. And then we went out to our cars where uh, Chris <laughs> chain smoked. That's, that's a bad thing when Chris is at the conventions. He smokes too much. He needs to just stop in general. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the conventions when he's drinking, he's just one after another. Like, if you're outside and he has the ability to, he will just keep smoking. So, um, went to my car first, uh, put the stuff in there, grabbed some other stuff, uh, grabbed some drinks, started drinking. So, had some beers, went to Chris's car. He brought some drinks. We were just sharing a lot of drinks. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff passing around. Um... He had some stuff I don't remember. What was it? Was that like a Seagram's thing, was it? That coconut, pineapple coconut? No, that was... Um, or is that a... A Smirnoff. Smirnoff. That wasn't, that was t- that wasn't well, too bad. It tasted like hangover. Like he had this one like beer that was like 10% in this giant crowler. It was like a 32-ounce crowler from Full Tilt. Uh, it was an Ewok beer. It was like Ichiwa or something and he was we were just passing that around i was drinking a lot. i was trying to drink that because by that point when i found him and he was drinking that he was kind of already hammered Drop. so i was trying to drink a lot of it just so he wasn't able to drink it so i was just trying to throw back a bunch of it like while i could so there was less of him less of it for him to drink um so and then we, we you know hung out a, a bit there outside um Chris was getting, you know, he was getting his fun on. He was definitely having fun, but then he disappeared and I couldn't find him. Um, I don't know if Chris wants me to tell this story. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. All right. Well, just know that I had to keep an eye on Chris and, you know, I was concerned for his well-being at some points. And uh, Jeff's a good friend. I try to be. I try to be. Chris is my boy, so I can't, you know. I can't let it, you know, if something. Can't have a homie be down. Yeah, can't let a homie down and, or be down. So we went back in. We walked around the vendor's room, scoped out the vendors. Um, Chris and Melissa LaMartina were there. They had a table for the WNUF uh, sequel, the Out There Halloween Mega Tape, because they were doing a screening uh, Saturday night. So I had brought some copies my copy is for him to sign. Uh, well, he signed my... So I upgraded from my original DVD to the um, Terror Vision Blu-ray copy, which came with a really nice slipcase. And um, I had him sign that to me. And then I had Chris and Melissa sign my copy of the second one. And then I had him sign the my original copy my DVD, dvd copy which we are going to give away mm-hmm. um in october uh we're gonna try this again we tried to give it away last year with a sam pop 
But no one wanted it. For some reason, nobody wanted to enter to win free shit, which boggles my mind because it's free. Like, if we know there's people out there that love WNUF, and we know there's people out there that love Trick or Treat and Sam, and we know there's people out there that love Pops, and we know there's people out there that love all of them. So why wouldn't you enter to win something that you don't have to pay for? And we know that you're listening. We know that you're listening. <laughs> we get the fucking analytics. We know we have listeners, and we have quite a few, and we get quite a few listens. We know you're out there. Like maybe win some free shit. Maybe our numbers on social media don't reflect our our listens because it's kind of hard to get people to also like listen to you and then follow you on social media because a lot of a lot of people don't use social media or whatever. But hey, man, we know you're out there. We know you're listening. Fucking trying to win some free shit, man. We're gonna be giving away free shit. So in October, we're gonna be giving away that DVD copy signed by Chris. And the and like pop- that's really cool. Like he's. It's a good movie, and he's a cool dude, and the fact that, like, you know, he did that. Like, our friend made a movie, and, like, that might not be... He had made a movie before he was our friend, but, I mean, I had only met him after after he had made the movies, and and other movies. He's made other movies as well. Yeah, and it's weird to be like, yeah, our friend made a movie, but, like, we have a couple friends that made movies. Yeah. That's a big deal. Like, that's cool. I mean, do you have friends that made movies? Don't try to make people feel bad. No, I'm just saying, like, it's a big deal. It's cool. That's what I mean. So it's about that time. I don't know if I should try this again of leaving us a space to try to put the ad in here or just put it at the beginning. Because, like, there was just, I'm just having a sync problem with syncing stuff up when I edit it after the fact. It's a good thing you're not having a tub problem. Oh, my God. You're so <laughs> fucking funny. Or a food problem. <laughs> All right, are we being quiet? I don't know, because I don't know how long to be quiet for, so it would give us enough time to... Let's be quiet for 10 seconds. Okay, we're going to be quiet for 10 seconds, so there's going to be a couple things that might happen here. A, we'll be quiet for 10 seconds, and it won't work, and I won't be able to put it in there. (laughs) Uh, B, we will be quiet for 10 seconds, and it will work. And I'll be able to put it in there, but it'll sound weird because it might be too long, and it'll be some dead air in there but at least it'll work so or it, see magic mystery stuff will happen <laughs> right that too <laughs> magic mystery hold on for some magic mystery stuff it's so magical and mystery mystery filled that i don't even know what the hell she's talking about okay, so ready on your mark get set, set go, go. Yeah, we're good. All right. So that's a full 10 seconds. I don't know if it's going to work or not. Uh, and you might just be hearing it at the beginning of this episode. And then when we get to this part, be like, I'm just going to listen to 10 seconds of silence. Because I know if you're hearing, if when you listen to this episode and the ad it was at the beginning, be prepared to just listen to 10 seconds of silence because you know what's coming. But it's only 10 seconds, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. So uh, I think it... it it works out a lot better now that we can use these two microphones. So it's better. It's more of an advantage to be able to use the two microphones than being able to put the ad in the middle. We sound better for you. Yeah, I think it sounds better this way, and I'd oh. rather... What? Katrina just posted, Target has Halloween boxes out, so that means they'll have Halloween stuff on shelves tomorrow. Cool. I'm not going to Target. I don't need anything, so I don't have any room for anything. 
Um, so yeah, so got Chris to sign stuff, talked to them for a little bit. Uh, went back outside, we were hanging out, we walked out back, they had a bunch of hearses that were on display, uh, around back of the hotel, and then we were hanging out on along the outside, and, uh, I saw Chris, again, Chris, <laughs> Chris LaMartina, director, WM, he was carrying a bunch of food and stuff, and just too much stuff to try to get upstairs and then walk through the hallway, so I asked him if he needed some help. So he was like, he kind of debated it back and forth for like, you know, five seconds. And he's like, you know what? I actually, I would love some help. So I shoved my stuff into Peach's arms, <laughs> my drink, and I helped him carry it. And he, there's no way he would have dropped something or somebody would have like bumped into him and made him like. Jeff shoved all of his, he had two things in his hand. He shoved them both into my hand, causing me to drop and spill my drink. Mm, I don't think that happened. Uh, it did. But there's then, no way he would have got down that hallway without dropping or, or, or messing up something. So um, he was very appreciative of that. Um, Melissa was very appreciative of that when we got there. And she's like, oh, you know, you're so nice for doing that. And then Chris was like, yeah, anything on the table. If you want to just take anything, any movie or whatever. I'm like, no, I don't need to take anything. I was just being nice, you know. It's what you do for a friend. Like, you help them out when they need help. Um and then I also had given him a can because a while, like a uh, year, year or two ago, I was drinking the Nightmare on East Elm Street. I believe that's what it is. Or is it West Elm Street? You know, East Elm Street Pumpkin Ale from Concha Hawken Brewing Company. And it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street themed. And he was like, oh, you know, I need, need to get that. I need a can of that or whatever. And it just so happened that it worked out that we were both going to be at the same place this past weekend. And I just bought a four pack. So I'm like, finally gave him that can. And he was so like, Oh, I can't believe you brought this. Like, so that was cool that I finally got to like, you know, give him that can after I was like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll get it. I don't know how it would ever work out, but it worked out, you know, a couple years later after the fact. Yeah. So while we were walking down the hallway one time to go to the vendor's room, there are fucking oh here comes this oh yeah here comes this um there there were a couple people dressed up as clowns i fucking hate clowns um and the the clown walked past me and i I, you know i sidestepped to the right and it just walked past no big deal but jeff said something which made me respond and i fucking hate clowns you said this and uh the clown was like, what? Because I said it just a little bit too loudly, or he stopped, and I didn't realize he was, like, closer to me than I thought. He was like, you don't like clowns? And he started coming back. And little Peach hauled ass down this hallway. as fast as, you know, probably faster than I'm allowed to. Yeah, she was... I'm not supposed to... She be. was moving quite quickly. Yeah, I, I booked it. Like, I was weaving through people... Very, like, I wasn't flat out running, but man, I got down that hallway quick and just, like, made it around the corner. And I looked back, I saw he had turned and left. So I just, like, stood there and waited for Jeff. So then a couple hours goes by, and I'm sitting in the lobby. And Jeff is like, oh, I'm gonna go put something in my car, or get something out of the car, or whatever, I'll be right back. And I was like, okay. A couple minutes go by, and this fucking clown, the one that 
for all intents and purposes, chased me down the hallway, sits down next to me. That's weird. I, I'm like, oh my God. And then he starts to talk to me and tell me jokes. And then he moved a little closer to me. So I tried to convince him to go terrorize someone else. And I like text Jeff. I'm like, oh my God, the clown's sitting in your chair. Like, come back. Oh my God. Uh, Sunday. So this happened Saturday night. Well, Saturday afternoon. Well, Sunday night we're home and we're talking and I don't know if like Jeff was mad at me for some reason or whatever. He's like, remember when that clown sat down with you? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I told him to. I was like, you what? He's like, yeah, I, I, I was walking out of the door, out of the door while he was walking into the door. And no, I told he him. was walking like from like, you know, the vendors stuff and I was walking out the door and I saw him walking and I was like, oh, yeah, this will be good. So I was like, go see that girl sitting over there by herself. I was like, just go sit in the chair next to her. And he's like, don't go sit next to her. I'm like, no, do go sit next to her. She doesn't like clowns. And he was like, oh, okay. So then I saw him walk over there and sit down. And I watched a little bit of the interaction. But then I, I walked out to my car. And <laughs> I just left to, to let what happened happen. He's such a jerk. Such a it jerk. It was pretty funny. It's awful. And, like, Jeff's not afraid of anything, so there's, like, nothing I can do to get him back. No. Nothing tangible. You know, I, I think of a lot of crazy shit sometimes, and I have, like, irrational fears of... But nothing that you could have, like, sit next to me and, and scare me. Yeah. So, that wouldn't do it for me, so... um yeah, that was fun. Uh, hung out for a bit longer, and then Chris left, and we left. Mm-hmm. We went into town, and we went... We went and checked into our hotel room. Yeah, we did that, which Turn... went smooth, a lot smoother than we were anticipating, so yeah. it, that helped. Yeah, and, like, the person at the front desk was, like, the nicest they've yeah. ever been to us at that place. I don't know what it says in my file or whatever, but she's like, I don't know what happened your last day, but I hope this one's more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, sadly, the bed was not as comfortable as it had been on Ciderfest. No, it was not. So um, I guess they didn't upgrade all of their beds. Um, yeah. So then we, I texted Meg and um, before, I think I texted her Thursday or Friday night and asked if she was working. And she said she was until close. So I told her, or I, yeah, I told her that we were going to come in and she was really excited. And then when I had posted that we were at Creature Feature, Lakin had messaged me and been like, oh my God, are you guys going to stop in? So we went and said hi to them and had a couple of ciders. Um, we did. I had some food. Yeah. Cause, uh, Clausen's is at Reed's now. Um, Reed's doesn't do like their cheese plates and whatnot um in their kitchen anymore like someone i guess they like it's not a ghost kitchen but like they rent their kitchen out yeah i guess they just i don't know if they have another place somewhere or they just yeah i don't know how i don't know exactly what it is or how it is just picky with like sauces and stuff like that and like they have these really awesome graze boxes Uh, so graze g-r-a-z-e like to eat like to graze um uh, but in the boxes is stuff that he won't eat and it's like 
I, I can't eat all of it because it's like cheeses that he doesn't eat or like other sides that he won't eat and they're just a bit too much for me to have to eat all by myself. So we just got a plate of tater tots with some Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce for dipping and a plate of apples and peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because they have like food food like sandwiches and tater tot platters and the four different graze boxes and then they have like mini graze boxes. Um, and then um, so we ate those and yeah. the tater tots were really good. Yeah, and when I ordered the Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce, Jeff was like, ooh, barbecue sauce? I was like, wait until you try it. It was good. Um, so then we were talking while we were there, and I, I, I asked Peach very nicely, and I was like, can we go back to the convention? Because I wanted to see... The, they were showing the premiere of a movie called The Barn Part 2. So I had seen the first one, and I really liked the first one, and they were showing a premiere of it there. And I was like, well, since you now have a bracelet and you'll be able to get in, can we go back and watch that? And she agreed. Mm-hmm. And so we went back and we went to the theater because like, on the property where they're having the convention, there's two hotels and then there's a movie theater that actually shows like real movies. But they have like screenings of like horror movies and stuff like for the convention. Or like the last time we were there, Joe Bob was doing like a Q&A. Yeah, and they did they did some Q and A's in there too. I think that's where they did the Q and A's at, which is very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went and watched that, and I was kind of bummed because it's not to me it's not as good as the first one. It just didn't have the first the first part vibes. I liked the first one a, a lot better than I liked the second one. I might have to like watch it again. I was very tired. So I might have to watch it again, give it another shot, and see how I feel after a second viewing. But upon the first viewing, just wasn't really digging it that much. It just didn't have the same kind of Halloween feels. It didn't have the same vibe as the first one. I just, I don't know. It just felt different to me. And I was, it was really sad because I had been looking forward to it. But like I said, maybe after another viewing, who knows? I was very tired. Um, we left there. I wish we had gone to the Hocus Pocus screening because apparently they had uh, Jason Marsden, Vanessa Shaw, and Omri Katz there, like, outside. They showed it outside on a screen, and they were there, like, doing, like, commentary as you're watching it. So I kind of wish we had done that mm-hmm. instead of going to watch The that Barn Part 2. That would have been two. so much cooler because while The Barn 2 wasn't the worst thing we've ever seen, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean... I, I wouldn't say it was bad. I just didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. The first one was a lot better, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it was cool because, you know, they did have a, a Joe Bob had a cameo, and Darcy had a cameo, and Doug Bradley had a cameo, and Linnea Quigley was in it, but she was in the first one as well. And, um, and like, Darcy's scenes seemed like they weren't filmed at the same time as the rest of the movie. It seemed like all of her scenes were, like, add-in spots because she wasn't ever in, like, in a scene with anyone else. It was her by herself in every scene that she was in, aside from the last one. Yeah. But, like I said, and then we left there and I was, like, just super tired and we were going to go back to Reed's, but... We just didn't because I was just like, I'm just so tired. And when we came back out to my car, somebody had slapped a sticker on my car. And I wasn't okay with that. Yes, my car has a lot of stickers on it. 
and we're but at a horror convention. There's stickers that he chooses to put on there. Yeah, don't slap something on somebody's car. And like, and I had posted about it on, on my personal Instagram page about how it happened. And I wasn't accusing anybody. I just said I didn't know who did it. I said I don't know if it was anybody that was actually involved in it because it was a band uh, or somebody who makes music, and they had you know it was a sticker for them and. I posted about it and I said, I don't know if it was somebody involved with this actual band, a fan or somebody who just had one of these stickers and wanted to get rid of it and was just being an asshole, but I didn't appreciate it. And then I tagged whoever's the sticker, what the band was, and they messaged me on Instagram like, oh, I didn't do that. I would never do that. It's not cool. Feel free to take down that post. And it's just so rude. Yeah. The first part, okay, you had said that you didn't do it. You wouldn't do it. It's not cool. You agree with that. That's cool. But the... Feel free to take down that post. No, that sounds like an asshole remark to me because it what it makes you look bad. I didn't accuse you of doing it. I said I don't know who did it, but I didn't appreciate it. And I'm going to feel free to leave it the fuck up is what I'm going to do because that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, you didn't, you didn't do it personally, but someone that had one of your stickers did. And, you know... And that's all I said. I said, I don't know who did it. If it was somebody who was involved in the band, somebody who's a fan of the band, or somebody who just randomly had the sticker, because they were probably just laying around, because a lot of people put stuff down for people to take for free on a lot of the tables, like in the lobbies and stuff like that. Somebody just had it and felt the need to slap it on my car, which, again, I don't care who did it. It's just fucked up. You don't just go around sticking stickers on people's cars, even if they've got a bunch already. Mm -hmm. Like, I chose to put those there. Like, don't just go slapping a sticker on somebody's car. Yeah, that happened to Jeff Latwell two Monster Manias ago. They put the... I think that was at work, actually. I don't know where it fucking came oh. from. I don't know when it actually... When I noticed it. Don't put shit on someone else's car. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter cool. if their car is covered with stickers. Because as many stickers that are on my car, I notice it. Like, you might think, oh, they're not going to notice it because there's just so many stickers. I noticed it right away. Like... Yeah. I notice what's on there and what's not on there because I know what I have on there and what I put on there. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's not a cool thing to do. It doesn't matter how many stickers are on somebody's car. Don't just go slapping stuff on other people's property. Like, yeah. that's not cool. It's one thing if you were like walking down the street and you slapped it on like a, a pole or something. Mm-hmm. That's not some, you know, that's not somebody's car. That's not somebody's whatever. Yes, it's public property and somebody might say, oh, that's still not cool, but. When it comes to somebody's personal property, like their car or whatever, just don't go slapping stuff on there. Yeah. And I will feel free to leave that up. So, um, we just went back to the hotel room. Like I said, I was really tired. Then I started to, something turned my stomach. I don't know. We had some popcorn and Sprite in the theater. And mm-hmm. I we just got back to the the room and I, my stomach felt a little queasy. And I did, I did uh, puke, <laughs> vomit. A little bit. The the apples came up, which scared me because they were red. And I was like, what did I eat that was red? But then I remembered the apple skins. It wasn't a lot of vomit. I wasn't like trashed or wasted or whatever like that. I just, I don't know, something hit me the wrong way. And I was just very tired. And it was like, you know, a brief little hmm, episode. In the, in, and then I felt better. I felt better. I was still very tired. but um, And then we just went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And woke up the next morning, went and had breakfast at the hotel, because they do put a, a pretty good breakfast on for the guests. 
Um, we had our own little, you know, sat in our own little breakfast spot in the hallway away from everybody else. Yeah. So the hotel that we stayed at, the Eisenhower is connected to a newly remodeled um, hotel called the Aspire. We've stayed at that property as well. Um, and there used to be just like one breakfast location for both of them. And it was in the Eisenhower because it used to be like they served dinner and breakfast and that was included in your stay. And it was just like mm-hmm. a generic, like a lasagna, a salad yeah. and a garlic bread or chicken nuggets and French fries and whatever. Um, but they like remodeled that and it's just very like plain now before it looked very cool. Like it was very seventies and like raised seating and fun bucket chairs and uh, fire pits and like very, very dated, but also like cool. And yeah. it would have been cool had they like been able to like revamp it, but like keep it that way, at least in my opinion, because I like that era of um, like mid-century But modern. they still put on a pretty good breakfast. They have like scrambled eggs and like potato wedges, breakfast potatoes and sausage links. But at the hotel on both sides, um, there were a lot of people staying for a soccer tournament. Yeah, they usually have a lot of groups that stay there when they have different events. Because or the property so. is massive. There are so many rooms. Um, so we saw that like the breakfast nook in the Eisenhower was jam packed. And we're like, well, last time we were here, we walked over to the Aspire and we were able to get breakfast there because they didn't have breakfast at the Eisenhower. So that's what we did. But there were a lot of people in that one too, not as many kids. Um, so we just found a table and chairs in the hallway. Yeah. Sat there, had a nice little breakfast, had some French toast sticks too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, then went back to the room, uh, we checked out, and we left. We normally don't check out early, but, like, we had no reason to stay. Yeah, we didn't have anything to really do. We weren't staying and doing anything in town. We just wanted to head back home. Yeah. And um, so then I was driving, and I had told Peach earlier, I was like, oh, remember, because we, we go past where we stayed for her... Friend's wedding, friend's wedding yeah. back in May. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, after we were there last time, I was just reading something on the internet. And there was a house around there that's it's, it's shaped like a shoe. It's a shoe house. And I had said this to Peach. And when I said it to her at the time, she didn't seem too enthused about it. So then as we were driving and we stopped somewhere to get something to eat. And then I'm driving and I'm like, oh, um, she's like, well you're going to the shoe house, right? And I was like, no, because when I told you, you didn't seem to give a crap. So, and she was like, go to the shoe house. <laughs> cause like, I saw that we were like passing the hotel that we stayed at. And cause there was like a Starbucks caddy cornered and that's what caught my eye. And I was like, you're going to the shoe house, right? And he was like, no, I'm like, go to the shoe house. I want to go see this. Yeah. So we went, we did wind up going to the shoe house mm-hmm. and so we made a little video. We had a reel and we said, we didn't really know much about it, but so it's called the Haines shoe house and it's a shoe shaped house in Hellum township in Pennsylvania. It's about two miles West of the borough of, of Hallam <sighs> on shoe house road, no less mm. near the Lincoln highway. Um, the house is 25 feet um, 
high, 17 feet wide, and 48 feet long. It's visible from U.S. Route 30, which I don't think I've ever seen it from there. I've never looked. But, um... So... It was built by Malin Hayes in 1948 to promote his shoe stores. The house was initially provided as a vacation spot for newlyweds and senior couples. Subsequent owners have offered it for public rental or operated it as a museum and ice cream shop. So, modeled after a work boot, the house was built by shoe salesman Malin Haynes in 1948 as a form of advertisement. His shoe business claimed it made shoes from hoof to hoof because the company began the process with raising cattle, raising the cattle. The house, which is 25 feet tall and contains five stories, five stories, didn't look like it was five stories no. tall, um, was once rented out to couples and then was open for public tours. It is located on Shoe House Road next to a shoe-shaped dog house. I didn't see that. No, I didn't either. Well, crap. We'll have to check that out if we go past there again. Um, Haynes requested the design by handling, handing a work boot to an architect and saying, build me a house like this. The living room is located in the toe and the kitchen is located in the heel. Two bedrooms are located in the ankle and an ice cream shop is located in the instep. There's also a stained glass panel that shows Malin holding a pair of shoes with a message below it that reads Haynes, the shoe wizard fire escapes were added in the 1960s. So Haynes never lived in the shoe house, but in his later years, after marrying his second wife, he built a home across the street, which I don't know if that's still in his family. That house is directly yeah. across the street. I'm assuming that that's, that, that's the house. Um, the shoe was initially made available as a weekend vacation spot for 38 elderly couples a year. The first couple were John F. and Liza Baum of Loganville. Shoe house vacation contests were also held for a few seasons among newlyweds affiliated with Haynes Shoe Stores. An early winter in 1950 had it all expensive paid for a week, including the service of a maid and butler, and went home with a free pair of shoes. The house was offered for rent by the public in the mid-1950s. So you could rent it in the 50s. You know. Oh, that would be cool to do that now. Yeah, well, listen on. Um, I don't think we'll be able to, but uh, upon Haynes' death in 1962, the house was given to his employees, who sold it two years later to a dentist. Um, after about 20 years of tours and service as an ice cream parlor, it started going to ruin until it was bought in 1987 by Haynes' granddaughter, Annie Haynes Keller, who began renovations. After Keller could no longer maintain the house, it was sold to Charles and Ruth Miller, who gave tours for eight years before selling it in 2003 to Colleen and Ronald Faribault. The house received a small renovation and new paint in 2007. The seventh owners were Jeff and Melanie Schmuck, who bought the house in 2015. In 2018, with the help by a local lift truck company, a water leak in the house's toe was repaired and the exterior was painted in the original canary yellow color with a brown sole and highlights added. Co-owner Melanie Schmuck died from health complications in February 2019. In late 20, June 2022, Jeff Schmuck announced that a local family was buying the house at the end of July. So that was this year with plans to offer it for rental via Airbnb. That's what they're doing with it. Oh. 
Public tours were to have ended July 24th, 2022. So we missed it. We're not going to be able to take a tour of it now. If we had known about it or went there when we had the wedding in May, we would have been able able to. to. No. But now, because now it's closed, if you go to their website and it tells you about the ice cream, but it says we're currently closed, stay tuned. Because what the current owners are going to do is turn it into an Airbnb. Boo. We're not really, like, they started following us on Instagram and they liked our post when we, you know, post about it. And don't say boo. It, we're saying boo because we really wanted to, like, get inside and take a tour. I and wanted it, yeah, I wanted it to be, like, a museum. And yeah, get some and, like, Airbnb, we don't know how much that's going to cost or if it's going to get, like, super popular and everybody's going to want to do it and we're never going to get inside and see the inside. We wanted to actually tour it and, yeah. you know, see it. So it says the shoe house was visited in the eighth season of the reality television series The Amazing Race. Originally broadcast in 2005 and was featured on HGTV's What's With That House in 2007. The Faribals were happy about the publicity, though not permitted to talk about the house's appearance on The Amazing Race until two years later. So, that's the history of it. Um, Like I said, if you went to their website, um, it said, like, appointments were appreciated for groups of 15 or more. Um take a tour tours are currently self-guided with information posted throughout all five levels of the Haynes shoe house and learn what's really what it's really all a boot <laughs> if you've enjoyed a tour in the past we hope you're curious enough to want to see all the changes we've made also be sure to try some of beck's delicious gourmet ice cream for the ride home um but then it says every once in a while down the page, we are currently not open. Please stay tuned. Admission for the tour was only $5 a person. Mm. So that's not too bad as far as tour prices go. Children five and under were free. Groups of 15 or more were $4 per person. Uh, they offered, they did offer tours of the Haynes Shoe House. They're approximately 25 minutes long. The house is air conditioned. Hand-dipped local ice cream, treats and beverages, air-conditioned seating inside, and picnic tables outside for your enjoyment. Shoe house gift shop with shoe-veneers. Outdoor games for the kids and family. Portable restroom on site. Please no smoking. Uh, They had free Wi-Fi. They they accepted cash or credit. Um, They loved their pets, but only service dogs were allowed inside. The ice cream parlor was handicap-accessible. And the shoe house is not, the shoe house was not, there are five levels and stairs involved on the tour. We do have hand railings on each staircase for assistance. Note, to preserve the historic landmark, access is only permitted during business hours. Entrance gates will open at 11 a.m. each business day. Thank you for your understanding and cooperation. So they had all this stuff, but again, like I said... No longer open as a tour and ice cream shop. It's going to be turned into an Airbnb. Which really bums us out because we really want it to go back at some point. Because we had just seen on the... What is with your face? We're trying to do something here. And you're on your phone looking at shit. Oh my god. Okay, so you know how I told you Hello Kitty has the line at, at TJ Maxx? They have a lighted wall mirror oh of God, her who head. Who fuck cares? Mm. So, we just thought when we got we went there that this past Sunday. Oh, it said, "Oh, you missed us." There was a sign. Oh, 
come back and take a tour and ice cream and try the ice cream and all that stuff. So we just thought, you know, we came at a bad time and we'll have to come back another time. But sadly, now that we've looked into it, we're not going to be. It's not going to be the. It's not going to be continuing as what it was. There's mm-hmm. not going to be unless they. I don't see how they could be an Airbnb and still give tours. Yeah, that because that would be a little lame. Like, oh, people are staying here, but like, while you're staying here, we're gonna have to bring people through and be able to walk, you know, all around. Yeah, I really wouldn't be down with that. And as for the Airbnb part, well, again, that could probably be pricey, and who knows how popular it will be. So who knows if we all if we'll ever get a chance to see inside, which is very sad because we thought we would be able to go back and do that. Yeah, very sad. So, what started out as a happy story kind of has a little bit of a bad ending for us anyway. I'm sure it would be, you know, if it turns out great for the new owners and the people who are able to go stay there, that's good for them. But, I mean, it still is a cool place with a cool story behind it. We just wish that we were able to get inside. Um, We did stop on the way home and we got some food at Sheets again. We, even though we said we weren't going to, but I did try at this Sheets. They had a new thing on the menu called hot sorella sticks, and I didn't know what they were, but I'm like, they sound spicy, so I'm going to try them. So they were like mozzarella sticks, but the breading on the outside had like peppers in it, kind of like I guess I would comp- compare it to like a uh, like if you had a pepper jack cheese, like those kind of peppers that are in there, like the red and green. And it had a spicy taste to it. They were very delicious. I enjoyed them very much. So, ready to go on that sheets. Hot sorella <laughs> sticks. Very tasty. I tried to look them up while I was standing inside and be like, well, where are all these things before I buy them? But they're so new that they didn't even have a description online anywhere. I couldn't find them. You know, so I was just like, you know, I'm just going to pull the trigger, take a risk, and see what, what I get. And I'm glad I did because they were very tasty. Um, we also had stopped at the Gettysburg Beer Mart. And um, got some stuff oh, to try. So disappointing. There was a there was a, uh, a sign outside that had a can of Natty Light on it that said "Welcome back, Gettysburg College students," <laughs> which we thought was funny as we were walking up. But there and was a Karen that when we called. were inside, the person working there was on the phone with somebody who had seen it and was complaining about it because they didn't think it was very appropriate. We thought it was hilarious. I should have taken a picture of it and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, when we're in there, we got some stuff to try. Got some single um, cans and bottles of stuff to try. Um, We got a can of Windridge Farms Citrus Haze that we haven't tried yet. Um, But we haven't tried that can yet. Um, But we did get a, a variety pack of Angry Orchard. It was called Fall Hall. And it had, you know the crisp apple in it which we've had before but it had three flavors in it that we had not had before one was a new one called hardcore which is a dark cherry um cider and it was an imperial cider so it was eight percent alcohol which is why it's called hardcore because it's got more alcohol in it than its normal offerings and um i could only really give that a 2.25 out of five Ew, I'd give it a one. It tasted like fucking cherry Robitussin. It was awful. Like, cherry flavored things, especially it seems like black cherry flavored 
ciders and hard well, this sodas. This is dark cherry, not black well, cherry. Whatever, dark cherry, black cherry, cherry, regular cherry. Cherry, 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 cherry. 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 Um, cherry cola. Cherry, cherry. Um, it just it tastes like cough syrup, like. NyQuil, red Robitussin, like, that's just what it tastes like to me. And it was fucking god-awful. Then they had their Sinful Apple, which is their cinnamon-flavored uh, cider. I give that a 2.75 out of 5. It wasn't as bad as the Dark Cherry, the Hardcore. It tasted like a liquid red-hot candy. Uh, it wasn't it so bad. It was. I hate cinnamon. Like, Well, then I don't know what you were spice. thinking, because you saw it was in there when we bought it. Well, because I wanted to try the other two. Well, I didn't mind it. It's definitely not something I would drink on a regular basis. No, it was not good. And then what we thought we had the most hope for was the baked apple pie. I gave that a 3.25 out of 5. It wasn't great, but it was the best out of the three. It, It smelled good. It tasted awful. It tasted like musty apples. It was not good. And, um, one of the girls that we met that works at Reed's, um, I had snapped out pictures to my story of the hard black cherry or the hard dark cherry and then the sinful. And I had put like vomit emojis cause they just tasted awful. And she messaged me and she was like, I was so disappointed by these. And I was like, we have high hopes for the baked apple. And she's like, keep them low. And I tasted it and I was like, fucking yeah. terrible. And I was, and I, me and her had a back and forth. And I was like, it really fucking sucks because Angry Orchard's mass produced stuff sucks. But yeah. the ciders that they have at their cider house are awesome. Yeah, we went to their cider house slash tasting room in Walden, New York. And the stuff there that they don't sell, like, commercially is really good. But, like, when you go to a restaurant and you ask, oh, do you have cider? Everybody's got Angry Angry Orchard. Everybody knows Angry Orchard. Oh, you cider? Cider? Angry Orchard. Their mass-produced stuff is just not good. The stuff you get in stores. It just tastes bad. Like, and, like, not like, oh, it's too sweet or it's too dry or it... It just doesn't taste good in any way. Yeah, so, like, sorry, Angry Orchard, your stuff at your tasting room is great. Your mass-produced stuff is just not up to par. And I feel like their, like, their regular, their blue-labeled Apple one, Yeah. I feel like that's changed over the years. It doesn't taste like it used to years ago. It tastes different now and it doesn't taste good. Mm, it's possible. Yeah, so we don't normally drink Angry Orchard. We've been kind of let down by a lot of the stuff they've put out lately because they put out the strawberry mango. Oh, I mean, the strawberry something. Peach they did a peach mango and they did a strawberry something. I can't remember. We weren't really, we weren't impressed by those. They did a tropical one we weren't really impressed with. So, I mean, we keep trying it with hopes, but I think it was just strawberry. I think it was strawberry and peach mango. Yeah, it was just strawberry. Yeah. But they weren't, they weren't great. And it's just very sad. Um, But, um,. I also had found in there they had some hardball cider and they had Bases Jan, which is a strawberry cider um, that I had wanted to try, but we, I haven't been. We haven't been back to their uh, tasting room since they put it out, and I hadn't seen it anywhere around here. 
So I bought a four pack of that, which I gave a full five out of five. It was delicious. Great yeah, strawberry we flavor. We haven't really had anything from Hardball that we haven't loved. Yeah. And then from Evil Genius Beer Company, there was one called Is Butter a Carb? It's a pretzel Oktoberfest beer in a, in collaboration with Annie Ann's. Um, so it's supposed to have like a pretzely taste. It says the only thing better than pretzels and beer is pretzels in beer. And Evil Genius has teamed up with Annie Ann's to bring you just that. The crisp Oktoberfest-style lager was brewed with malt hops and warm, soft pretzels for an extra dose of rich flavor. Don't get it twisted. Um, I gave this a 3.5 out of 5. It wasn't horrible. And I didn't think Peach was going to like it. When she sipped it, she didn't think it was too bad, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't awful. I didn't get any pretzel flavor to mm. it. It just tasted like a wheat beer. And I am partial to wheat beers. Like that honey blackberry wheat that I really love. Um, who the fuck makes that? It's the Blue Bears. Yeah, I don't on remember. The... Um, I don't know. It's a, like a, a craft brewery. We'd also got a single can of the 12s. Rebel something hard, or other. Hard latte. Yeah. We've had a couple different flavors. 12, 12's Rebel Hard Coffee Limited Edition S'mores Hard Latte, which we both thought was oh very tasty. Oh my god, 5 out of 5, delicious. Yeah, we've had a few things from them. They're regular stuff. They did a salted caramel, I think. They did a the pumpkin spice. Irish cream. Awesome. Um, so yeah, this is another one. Really good flavor. Uh, we only got a single can of it, but it was really good. Um, so I kind of feel good, you know, talking about these because we haven't talked about, we haven't talked about some drinks in a while, the past couple of episodes, mm-hmm. we hadn't said anything about any ciders. We haven't been really, we haven't really been drinking a lot. We haven't been drinking a lot and there wasn't really a lot of new stuff that we had been having. Mm-hmm. It was just all like old we've, stuff. We've been really on like a hard lemonade kick too. We've been trying mm-hmm. all like the, the Jersey lemonades and, um, um, couple other things is simply lemonades then yesterday well then we went to i don't know if i want to get into that we're at an hour and 25 but so it, it is can something be a bit longer well we went to applebee's because peach had to sell these monsters houses so, she had um my first assistant at the school that i teach at um she had had these like I'm going to say a brand just so like people can get like a visual in their head, like the department 56 Christmas houses, but she had had, they were like Halloween houses and they were the Munsters and it was, um, grandpa's, it was like Lily's boutique, grandpa's something. And then the 1313 Mockingbird Lane. And they were really cool, and I used to put them up in my classroom, but then I switched classrooms, and I didn't have the space for them, so they've just been sitting in my closet. And I'm like, you know, I didn't want to throw them away, and, like, when my assistant left the school, um, she let me keep them, because I really did love them, but we don't have room at home for them. They're also, they were very glittery, so, like, Jeff was like, absolutely not. Yeah, they had, like, trees, and they were, like, orangey glitter you know the trees were like black and they had like black and orange glitter on them and they were like bendable they were very cool houses and i'm sure they cost my ex-assistant my old assistant a lot of money at the time they would have been cool to keep if they weren't glittery and we had some place to put them yeah 
So I had been trying off and on on Facebook Marketplace and like the yard sale sites to sell them. And our friend Chris was like helping me because like I'm really weird about eBay. I've had really bad luck with trying to sell stuff on there and like getting charged for like listings and whatnot. Um, And I also didn't want to have to ship these because they are big. And a couple of the people that like messaged me on Facebook Marketplace really fucking rude about how they expected me to cover shipping and like I looked into putting them in a box and shipping them and it was going to cost $70 and as it was I was only selling the houses for 75 25 a house um but I had just the other day like refreshed the listing or whatever and this guy messaged me and he's like hey are these still available I'm like oh yeah they actually are and he threw out an offer of 60 and I'm like, done. Like, are you local? Can we meet up? Like, I, cause it's going to cost an arm and a leg to ship. And he's like, no, I'm local. I live near such and such. And I was like, oh, great. How does Monday sound? We can meet you there. And he was like, sounds great. So we met him, the, we exchanged and, uh, and um... he, he messaged me after he got home and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm like a kid on Christmas. These were, these are better than I could have imagined. Thank you so much. And I'm just so happy that they went to a fan. Yeah. Somebody who's going to take care of them. Somebody who appreciates them. Somebody who's going to display them and get them looking good instead of just keeping them in a box. Yeah. You know, like I said, if we had somewhere to put them and the glitter issue, the glitter, even if we had somewhere to put them, the glitter would have just held me back from you know mm-hmm. i don't even know why they had to fucking have glitter on them but we did the exchange in the applebee's parking lot and i was like peach was like well we should just go get dinner at applebee's because i want the mac and cheese and i was like eh, applebee's i'm not a really big fan of applebee's i only used to go there because my mom liked to go there so like for her birthday dinners or lunches or for mother's day she would usually pick to want to go to applebee's so i would just kind of suck up and go to applebee's because that's what she wanted to do but I would never pick there just because I wanted to go to Applebee's. Um, but then I was looking on their website and it was like, it's back. All you can eat boneless wings. And I love wings. So I was like, yeah, we can go to Applebee's. Chicken nuggets. So it was all good, but we had a really crappy waiter. I'm pretty sure like he was relatively new to it because like he kept having to look at table numbers and how to put stuff in and like... He just was not a good waiter. It started off bad because we ordered two drinks, and he went and put the drink order in. He took our menus before we even ordered, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take these. And then didn't take our food order until right before we actually got our drinks because he was going to wait until we got our drinks from the bar to take our order, which I don't know why you would do that. Excuse me. I'm but, not entirely sure why he took our menus. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. Food order. I don't know why he didn't take our order while we were waiting on our drinks to get the food kind of going. And then I'm like, it sucks with him not being a good waiter right off the bat because I'm ordering something that's going to rely on the waiter being good, waiter or waitress being good because they have to check back multiple times to see if you want refills because it's all you can eat. And I'm like, and it took forever just to get. The, the flavors that I wanted because you get a you know your first order is bigger and then every subsequent order and you can switch up the sauces and I wanted to try all the sauces but I didn't get through all of them because you get smaller portions but he was just so 
crappy and coming back and asking, hey, do you want to put in something else? And I'm like, I don't want to sit here for three hours to try to eat. And he had an extremely small section. There were only three tables that it was us, a couple that was like catty corner to us, and then a table that was like two back from us. Like whenever anybody else got seated, I was like, fuck, they're going to distract him. And now it's going to suck more for us because he can't handle even how it was before these new people are getting seated. Yeah. And like, he wasn't good at like, okay, I'm going to table touch my table two. Let me just turn around and table touch table one, too. Like each interaction was like its own separate entity like he couldn't do more than one thing at and a he time he had to keep coming back to ask me like what i because i would go oh i want to do the honey pepper wings and he's like he would come back be like you wanted the garlic parmesan i'm like no honey pepper like he had to keep checking what Which i had asked is for kind of crazy because at applebee's like you don't write it down and then go enter it in the computer like he was putting it in a tablet and, like, we are witnessing him, like, touching buttons. So it's, like, I don't yeah. understand where the disconnect and was. And it's, like, again, I was whole happy to get boneless wings and try all the sauces. But it's, like, you're really dragging, making this drag out, dude. Like, I had to Something... call it quits earlier than I wanted to. Yeah. And, like, as it was, we had already been there for, like, an hour and a half. And it's, like... Even eating multiple servings, like, we shouldn't have been there that long. Yeah. So, like, I was like, well, I was all excited for the wings, but now you kind of ruined it by being, like, a crappy waiter, so... Yeah, and I was a little disappointed with my dinner because they upped the price by a couple of dollars, which, again, I guess everything has just gone up in price. And, like, do you but... pay extra for the have the chicken on top, or does it just come with it? No, it comes with it. But you used to get four pieces of decent-sized chicken, and now it's three pieces, and the chicken was really small. Well, if we go there again before the wings are over and you get it again, I'll order the honey pepper and, and give you some of my wings oh. to put in your your pasta. Thank you. If I would have known that this time, I would have done that first, and then the Oh, uh, and, uh, like, if you do, like... Oh, and there was the breadstick incident. I don't even want to talk about okay, it. Okay, we won't talk about it. Just, you know... R.I.P. Breadstick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the the honey pepper sauce um, at Applebee's is really delicious. And, like, it, it's weird because the first time I had it, I was like, I don't know how this is going to, like, mix, like, the honey and the pepper and, like, the mac and cheese because everything's together. And it, like, it complements the, the cheese sauce that's on the pasta really well. And, like... Then, like, after everything's all done, you give it a nice stir, and it's all mixed in. <laughs> yeah. So, that was a letdown. Um, last night, we had hoagies from Hogback, a deli near us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess got an Italian hoagie with some uh, hot pepper relish on it. Uh, they make really good hoagies um, that are on seated rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, Their rolls are delicious. Nice hoagie. And you got a really messy fucking hoagie that you get every time. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. It looks so, so disgusting. Good. It looks so um, foul. So it's it's like a Reuben. I think it's called a Rachel. Because a Reuben is corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing. 
This is corned beef, Swiss cheese, coleslaw, and Russian and dressing. And they load it up with the coleslaw. Oh, my gosh. And, and oh, it's so If you good. don't eat it all in one go-around, it, like, totally gets soggy. Oh, yeah. they just load it up with fucking mm-hmm. dressing and, and so they have they have uh, three sizes. They have their regular, and then they have half of a jumbo, and then they have jumbo. And their regular is enough for two meals. Like, they are big hoagies. And the last time we got it, which was, like, a couple months ago, I made the mistake. I'm like, and Jeff and I argued about this, too. I was like, I'm getting a half of a jumbo. That's what I always get. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Because if you don't order the jumbo, the half of a jumbo, you don't get the same roll. Which, it's true, the jumbo is a different roll than the regular. It's, like, bigger um, but it was so much and it took like, I, I, I ate the, the half of a jumbo in, in three sittings. And by the time I was eating the third one, I was like knife and forking it. Cause like the hoagie roll was just mush, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was delicious. I am kind of aggravated though, because I paid extra for pickles on the side and I didn't get any. But, you know, we ordered online because they, it's not like an app. It's like through their website. So it's not the same as going there and putting your order in, I guess, or calling. But, um, and yesterday, uh, Starbucks released their, uh, oh, excuse me, their pumpkin spice. So I was really excited about that. When I was looking up, I wanted to hit back of when we were at Applebee's, we got a, a blue tiki manorita drink. Um, it features Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tequila mixed with a juicy blend of passion fruit, pineapple, cherry, and lime. So they were all right. Um, we only got one each. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't. It was kind of very sweet. Great. It was very sweet. Yeah. So then, you know, yeah, peaches, pumpkin, squirrel coffee. Yeah, I got pumpkin cream cold brew. It's like my favorite. I look forward to it every year. I get it until Starbucks calls it quits on their I mean, pumpkin. you wouldn't be able to tell with all the fucking countdown she was doing on her <laughs> fucking social media and be like, you know what day it is? Uh... It's my favorite. Like, I love, 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 love their pumpkin coffee. And, like, I've been getting pumpkin coffee since, like, everywhere released it. Like, I've had pumpkin coffee from Duncan a couple of times. I've had pumpkin coffee from Wawa. Over the weekend when we were at Sheets, I had their pumpkin and they came out with um, pumpkin cookie butter coffee. I didn't get that because I don't really like cookie butter. It's really sweet, but um, it was still interesting. It's always interesting to see the different like convenience stores that have like coffee, like their take on what they're going to do. And Peach brought home some candy today, some Ghirardelli. Um, it's Ghirardelli? I thought it was Ghirardelli. Whatever, however you want to fucking so pronounce it. So, tomorrow is the last day of summer camp at my school, so a couple of my students' last day was today, so I got a couple of goodbye gifts, um, a couple of Starbucks gift cards, a bottle of really nice Italian wine, um, and a bag of candy. Hey. <laughs> um, and I got... From uh, one family that went on vacation, I got a dozen 
like hot pink roses, chocolate covered pretzels, and a candle last week. The roses are at school in my classroom. Cool. But she brought her, there's a fall assortment of chocolate, and one of them was a caramel apple chocolate. Mmm, delicious. So good. Just want to buy a bag of those. I also had dark chocolate and sea salt, which are also good. Yeah, and I'm not normally one for dark chocolate, but... Um, she did like it. And even yeah. though I did, oh, you should try it. It's really good. And she tried it and liked it. I was like, damn it. I was really <laughs> hoping you didn't because then I would be able to eat them all. But she was like, no, that's really good. Yeah, because normally when candy comes home, Jeff gets really excited when I get dark chocolate because I don't like dark chocolate, so he gets to eat it. And this one year... Um, these, uh, twin little boys got me one of those, like, is it David and Bradley? Is that the... I mean, it's just David Bradley. David Bradley. Yeah. Um, it's not like Harry and whatever, like the movie. Oh, Smudge. Harry and David. Harry and David. That's what it is. Harry and David. And it was like one of those, like, tiered things, like the tiered boxes that, like, each box contains, like, another goodie. And it was like... A big wooden sled. I still have the sled on the other, like in our closet, and it was like a wooden sled with like boxes, and there the entire thing was dark chocolate. And it's like, well, I appreciate the thought. Delicious. Like, dark chocolate is a very specific type of chocolate that not everyone likes. Very delicious type of chocolate. So I did not get to enjoy anything because oh. the entire thing was like dark chocolate and chocolate only. We did also um, try our last can from Gypsy, Gypsy Circus Cider Company that um, we got way back Damon. from Cider Fest at uh, Damien? Damon. 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 That's why I thought you said Damien. I was like, no, no. it's Damon. Damon. Um, it's called Rain Dance. Um, it was like a semi-sweet. It was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Peach just wasn't in the mood for it, and I cracked yeah. it open, but it was good. It had a nice flavor. After drinking the other three yeah. Angry Orchard ciders, my stomach was just like, absolutely not. I did sip it. It was really good. We did I enjoy wish... it. We enjoyed the other one that we got from him that was from that same company. I believe they're from Tennessee. Yeah. So their cider is really good, and we appreciate him giving us that cider. Mm -hmm. And definitely would try more from them in the future. Yeah. I mean, I would probably give it, I'd probably give it like a 3.75 out of oh, 5. I had 4, 4.25 probably. It would, I, I'd have to drink it again to like really make sure, but mm. like I'd say definitely 4, if not 4.25. Yeah, it was good. Um, we don't really have much going on this weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. We're which going is weird. over to my mom's house. Um, cause it, <laughs> her birthday was in July and we've seen her since then, but. We didn't, I didn't like, we didn't get to take her out to dinner or do dinner for her or whatever. So this weekend I am making pulled pork. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, that. a salad and then some sort of brownie cheesecake. Well, we gotta get a big butter. thing of pork because I'm going to probably tear it up. I want to oh, probably yeah, be hungry. Fun. And I was thinking we could get some like nice rolls. Some nice rolls. Yeah. Some, bring over some cheese. Oh, yeah. We got some cheese. We got a yeah. lot of cheese. <laughs> they were having a sale on, what was it, Cabot cheese? Yeah. And we got a whole bunch of, like, the Sharp Vermont, the Sharp New York, the Extra Sharp. Um, um, then didn't you say, so Friday's... Friday's in service yeah, for me. Yeah, so when, what do you have, what is going on? I'm switching classrooms, so I'm going to be there a while. Like, what's a while? Probably until, like, evening. But, like, give me an estimate. 
maybe five. So I won't be home until around six. So if you want to go to uh, wherever. I was thinking about it because I was just looking on Instagram earlier. And um, the guy, um, I believe his name is Edward, who did the NJ free blockbuster at 3BR. And he's been adding some um, things. And he's like, oh, our new uh, newest outdoor, our first outdoor location, outdoor box, is going to be at this new brewery that's opening on Friday called Twin Lights. It's in Tinton Falls. And, like, I just, I did, like, um, my new favorite emoji thing that I'm using now because it looks like a pumpkin guy given, like, the devil horns. I just do, like, the that and then a pumpkin face and then the other thing. And he was, like, uh, he commented on it. And he said, uh, he said, is Twin Lights Brewing on your list of places to visit soon for an episode? Question (laughs) mark. So I know that you wouldn't drink any of their beer, but they don't open until 3.30. Yeah, go for it. Go. So I was like, well, I don't know, because normally when you'd get home, that'd be cutting it kind of close. Yeah, because then... But if I'm there right at 3.30 when they open and try some stuff, I'd still be able to get home by the time you get home. Yeah, and you don't... I won't have to rush then, because I was worried. It's like, because Jeff has off on Fridays, and I... It normally, within services, I'm in and out by, like, one. But this is a big one, because I'm going... From my toddler classroom back to pre-kindergarten. So I'm excited. I'm taking my assistant with me because I love Juliana. And that was like the one stipulation. Um, I'd go back to pre-K, but I was taking her with me. And my bosses were okay with that. And she she was down. She didn't want to um, split up. So I have to take apart a classroom that another teacher shitted up. And I have uh, to. I guess that works out for me because nice. I could just, like I said, you weren't going to drink any of the beer. It's a new place I can check out. I'll be able to put it towards like a pumpkin, a pumpkin's beer patch. Yeah. And probably that combined with some other stuff I've drank um, within the last six months or so, or since the last episode of that, will be enough to do another episode. And I don't want it too much because the last time it was just so much stuff because I had waited so long. So. That'll work out good, I you guess. You should do a new one of them every time you go somewhere, every time you drink mm-hmm. stuff. I try to get enough stuff so I'm not like, oh, I drank two things and then... Well, I'd say, like, know. between six and ten, your episodes don't have to be super long. I suppose, but... Uh, like, even if they're 20 minutes, like, there are podcast episodes that are like that if they're, like, just There's extra some podcasts out there that are, like, five, ten minutes long. Yeah, like. so fucking... If you want... Do a- I'm just saying for me, I'm just, I like to get like a good amount, like and that's enough for like a, a full length episode. Mm, an hour and a half of you droning on about beer. Hey, you know, people listen. <laughs> they do listen. I got proof. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. But I didn't know what you said. I remember you saying, oh, you were going to have to stay late, but I didn't know how late late was because... Yeah normally you're like you said you're there to like neither one so i didn't know if late was like oh like three or whatever it's gonna be a while i've been trying to do as much this week and last week as possible but the teacher that was in there and when i say shit it up i just mean like she means in the nicest possible way (laughs) i don't mean like it's crappy but it's like it's how they kept it and like i don't know every teacher keeps their classroom differently 
So, like, I got to move tables back in. I have to take stuff down. I have to rearrange the two cabinets that are in there because the one downfall of that classroom, and this used to be my classroom uh, two years ago before COVID happened, um, there's no closet and there's no bathrooms. So I'm at the mercy of the two cabinets that are in there, and they're not very big, and... I did have a closet in the toddler classroom, albeit a small closet. It was a closet and it was nice. Um, but the one of the things that I hated most about that room is how it was like a fishbowl because there are um, observation windows in the front of it and it's a hallway kind of. But there's a giant wall there now, so that's not really an issue anymore. So, yeah, not much going on this weekend except for going to Peach's mom's house and hanging out. Killian will be there. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, unless something changes last minute again. Uh, we're going to be trying the sodas we got from Hank's. We're bringing them over to there, and we're gonna, everybody's going to be able to try some. So, I mean, and I think that works out good because, you know, a bottle of soda, you know, so we're not all getting filled up on soda, mm-hmm. being able to split a bottle between everybody and be like, yeah. hey, just take a, you know. <laughs> Do shots bit. of soda, yeah. literally. <laughs> everybody gets a little sip, you know, pour it into little glasses and everybody gets to try some. And Yeah, after all is said and done, it'll be like just drinking like one soda. Yeah, because they don't want to fill up and be like, oh, I'm so like full of soda. Mm-hmm. Like, and nobody wants to drink, you know, tons of soda at once anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got quite a few flavors to try, mm-hmm. and we want to try them so we'll be able to talk about them next time. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, and then there's that. And then the week after, we've got Newfound Glory and Ghost. Oh, my gosh. That's already. Holy crap. It's yeah. next week, man. Wow. Next Thursday and so Friday. Quick. Yeah. And then we've got that, that wow. next, the 8th and the 9th. Um, yeah. and then, uh, we recorded, um, our Halloween candy episode with Chuck last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of like a ragtag little, I don't like, know. We did it through zoom. Yeah. We're going to see how it works sound wise. Hopefully it sounds pretty good. I was listening to some of it while you were downstairs earlier okay, before well, you came up. It sounds, you know, pretty good. Uh, as far as good as it can sound. Yeah. Um, um, so our friend Chuck uh, we did a couple episodes. Well, we did uh, the podcast as a whole, did an episode with him um, when he was up this time last year. And then Jeff and him had gone to well, Fright like in Fest. October, end of October. Yeah. And then Jeff and him had gone to Fright Fest. So they did a whole episode about that and about like working at Fright Fest. Um, what? It's, it's going to be a two hour long episode. Oh. We're about an hour and 50 minutes right now. Stop worrying about that. Who cares? Well, I do. Um, it's also 10 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you had to watch that fucking movie. Yeah, I've been trying for the last three days. Well, you're the one that wanted to record. Yeah, because we're on a schedule. Um, so, it, he's um, on... What it, what's his page? On Wednesday, we eat wings and things now because he's been delving into some other stuff other than just wings. Yeah. So um, he's going to be doing a 50-day candy countdown to Halloween. Hypothetically. That's what yeah. his plan is. 
So he's uh, coming up with, and like, basically the episode is us brainstorming and like talking about like our favorite Halloween candy and our like, not favorite Halloween yeah, candy, other random crap that we sidetracked. Then I try to bring it back to Halloween candy because Chuck is diagnosed with ADHD. I am undiagnosed with ADHD. So, you know, poor Jeff is trying to keep his squirrels in a row as we're just, like, rampantly sidetracking every time we start talking about something. Yeah. So, we got that episode that's going to be a bonus episode that we're Mm going to put up. And... Yeah, and it's to go along with Chuck's posts, um, you know, just to... And like I said, next week we got Newfound Glory in Asbury Park. We got Ghost in Trenton. Um... Then the weekend after that, I personally have to hit up at least one day NJ Horicon in Atlantic City because they're going to have some guests there that I need to get signatures from. And I will be not be going with you. Um, unfortunately, Barry Boss would cancel, but I already met him last time, so I'm all right with that because I really just want to meet Nell Campbell. And um, she hasn't done too many things around here recently, and I've never met her. So um, looking forward to that. And that's that weekend, and then I don't know what's the weekend after that, because then it's the weekend after that, that's Monster Mania down in Hunt Valley. I've already signed up to volunteer, just waiting on the schedule getting made. Uh, we added a Thursday night to our stay, so we're heading down a little bit early. The 24th, I have a hair appointment. Oh, well, that has nothing to do with me. No, I'm just saying. That would have worked really great if it was on the NJ Horicon weekend. Well, I could probably call and switch it. You should probably do that then, because that would work out great if she could do that, because okay. then we won't have to worry about anything. Switch <sighs> it for... I just did I don't know. I might cancel it, though, because it's so close. To... I just got my hair done. Then why I... would you make another one? I counted the month, the weeks wrong. Well, I don't know. If you're going to cancel, cancel it, if you can switch it... Maybe switch I'll switch it. it to a weekend in October. Um, and then, like I said, Monster Mania, we're going down Thursday night because it just would be better, depending on my volunteer schedule, to be there early in the morning and just we'll, we'll have, we'll be all settled in and not have to worry about driving because we that were, morning. We were worried about how it was going to work, like how early we were going to have to get up because Jeff has to be there. Well, be available. I don't know exactly when I have to be there yet. I put in for the times that I'm available to volunteer. So if well, they take me up on what I said, what they were looking for, and what I said I was available for on Friday, I'd be starting at 10 a.m. Yeah. So we were worried about having to be like, okay, so we'd have to, you'd have to be available by 9:30. And it's, like, roughly a two-and-a-half-hour trip. Yeah. So we'd have to be leaving the house super early. And it's, like, I I don't mind getting up early, but, like, I'd rather not if I had... It'll just be good to be there, Mm -hmm. be settled in, check into our room, have everything good to go, go out and enjoy dinner at Nacho Mama's probably because Mm -hmm. we're not going to have time to go anywhere the whole weekend. We're just probably going to stay at the hotel at the convention. Yeah. Um, because I'm going to be volunteering. Peach has her wristband for the three days. We're just going to be hanging out pretty much there the whole time. So, and then come back Thursday night. And then some people do come in Thursday early. So, we could just be hanging out Thursday night. You know, in the lobby, having some drinks, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. And we'll just be good to go Friday and it'll all be good. So I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Yep. And it'll give us a chance too, because I was thinking about it. It's like it would make more sense, like drop off our luggage and whatnot at the hotel and then go to Walmart and get like two cases of water. Yeah. So we're not having to like drag the water down in the car. It would be like yeah, separate. Yeah, but you know you're not drinking all that water. You're not drinking two cases of water. Well, like the 24 packs. I don't know if they'll have the 40 cake, like 40 pack down there. I mean, well, they have like water things, stations there. So, I mean, you don't really I need just... to buy water. No. I mean, maybe one 24 pack. Yeah. And like, because we're getting a microwave to bring with us because when I called to double check, like confirm our room... Jeff was like, see if, make sure we can get a room with a refrigerator. And I was like, okay. So I called and the first time I called, it was a really bad connection. I couldn't hear the person. So I ended the call and I called back the next day and I was like, does my room have a refrigerator? And, and the woman very, very rudely was like, all the rooms have refrigerators. None of the rooms have They probably get that question probably. so many fucking times. But like. I didn't ask you, so why are yeah. you giving me an attitude? I mean, there's no reason to be rude. I'm just saying that's probably the reason. Yeah. Well, say that. Put that on your website somewhere. Put that on, like, your... You could do that as many times as you want to. It's not going to change any difference. Just like every fucking Monster Mania, Dave has to post about, yes, you need a ticket to get in. Even if you have a photo op ticket, you need a ticket to get into the convention. Because no matter how many times you post something... Somebody's not going to read it. Somebody's mm-hmm. not going to see it. Somebody's not going to follow directions. Yeah. So uh, you can post as much as you want, but so it'll just be good. And we'll be able to be all settled in. I think I'm going to bring the rolling cooler. Okay. Um, cause you always say, well, when are you ever going to use that again? Well, mm-hmm. uh, that's, we can bring all the paper in there and burn it at my mom's. over. The all weekend. the paper is gone. I cleaned that out a while ago. There's nothing in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was gross. I cleaned that out a long time ago. So, I just wanted to bring it because, like, I don't know if you're going to, like, probably not you if you're walking around during the day, you're not going to carry it around. But I guess leave it, like, at night, I'll, you know, be rolling it around. Because I don't want to have to keep going back to the room every time I want a freaking drink. Well, I figured you'd just carry one of the little ones. I don't want to do that because that's not, you know. I just, I did like where our room was last time we had a room in the hotel but I hope that we don't have a room there again. It was just so far away. Yeah, it was a lot of walking through the hotel. But we'll see where they put us. I mean, it might be different now that we're checking in like the night before and uh, stuff. So, yeah. and you never know. Some of the guests might be coming in that night. You'll see them, like, you know, just hanging out, you know, and stuff. So, yeah, it's another good reason. Wild. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it. That's where... I feel like we forgot something. An hour and 58 minutes. It's 10.06 p.m. We didn't forget anything. What did you think we would forget? I don't know. I, I Well, we did everything that I had, you know. Okay. Every, I had pictures for. Talked about everything. I mean, that's why we're hitting two hours here. So, I don't know what we could have been forgetting. Yeah. I'm sure there is something we're forgetting now that you're mentioning it. Because there's always something after the fact. You're like, oh, I wanted to say something about that. Or I wanted to mention yeah. that. I can't think of anything right now, so. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. That's that. That's that. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. And so, just shy of two hours. Bye! 
See you later, guys. Begin spiel. Hi, Peach here. Be sure to check us out on social media so you can see all the awesome pictures of our adventures. You can find us at Pumpkin and Peach Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Interested in checking out our business? Facebook and Instagram at Ugly Mugs Inc. No matter where you go, you'll find a link tree that will direct you to what you're looking for. Would you like to be a sponsor or collab with us? How about having us try your cider, beer, food, or product? Perhaps even having us come to your establishment if you're local, or letting us know the invite is there if we happen to be in your neck of the woods. Send us a message on social media or email us at pumpkinandpeachadventures at gmail.com. Please write a review for us. It really helps us out. Also, depending on what platform you're listening to us on, like, follow, or subscribe. It'll help you because you'll know when new episodes drop and it helps us grow our presence. And spiel!